may I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And so today we keep the feast of St. Michael and all angels, our patronal festival. What is an angel? The first angel we probably think about, apart from maybe Michael, I suspect is Gabriel. He or she who came to visit Mary and passed on that awesome news from God. The news that Mary was to give birth to Jesus, the second part of the Trinity, second person of the Trinity, and thus become mother of God. Angels then are messengers, bringing God's message. Our first reading from the book of Genesis, we hear Jacob in a dream, seeing a ladder up to heaven, seeing angels ascending and descending, going up, going down. Something Jesus makes reference to in today's gospel. Angels then move freely between heaven and earth. And in the book of Revelation, not today's reading, we hear about angels spending their time worshipping God. Their prime purpose is to worship. I think back so often to the Eucharistic preface of the Book of Common Prayer. Therefore, with angels and archangels and the whole company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy great and glorious name, forever praising thee and saying. And so angels exist to worship God. They move between heaven and earth, acting on God's behalf passing on such messages as that to Mary or to tell Joseph in Matthew's Gospel not to panic about Mary's pregnancy. They appear in dreams and they appear while people are awake. Our church here at the Vale is of course dedicated to Saint Michael, he who in our second reading from Revelation we hear battling against the dragon, battling against Satan, battling against the devil, fighting and winning against the powers of evil. Saint Michael is often depicted with a sword, as a warrior, and with the head of the dragon under his, or maybe her, feet. Angels are not human, so the designation of male and female doesn't really count. But sometimes it can help us as we try to visualise an angel to think of them as being male or female, often male. We pray then for St Michael's protection on us. Praying to St Michael for protection from the powers of evil isn't a new thing as the position of churches dedicated to him illustrates. Maybe you never thought about it, but the question of who a church is dedicated to says quite a lot about who built it, what was going on, and the general context. Churches dedicated to St. Michael are no exception. Here at the Vale, the church is on top of a hill. 
Don't we know it as we try to walk up in days like today when the wind is starting to build up or when there's rain? Then again, look at Mont Saint-Michel in France, Church of St. Michael on a hill, or in Cornwall, St. Michael's Mount. The name gives it away, really, where that's built. Churches dedicated to St. Michael are so often built on the top of a hill, praying for protection for the surrounding area it overlooks. In the Welsh borders, around Herefordshire or Radnorshire, I forget which. On the other hand, there are a collection of churches dedicated to St. Michael, roughly arranged in a circle around different villages. And that's sort of praying for God's protection for that which is inside, praying for St. Michael to protect them. For much of the 20th century, the prayer of St. Michael, which is regularly printed on our pew sheet, was prayed at the end of the low mass in the Roman Catholic Church, praying for protection against attack. The background of that prayer is that while celebrating mass, Pope Leo XIII suddenly seemed to have fainted, or possibly worse, people feared. When he came around, he declared he had seen a vision, the devil trying to infiltrate the church, trying to bring it down from the inside. Sometimes we don't really like to think about battles in the spiritual realm, about spiritual warfare, but the idea that the church is open to attack on a spiritual level, if you think about it, makes sense. If there is real opposition to the church, an opposition to Jesus Christ, for example, the devil, we might say, the best way to attack it is probably from the inside, to destroy it from within. The longer version of the prayer of St. Michael makes this much clearer. I'll share a few words from it. These most crafty enemies have filled and inebriated with gall and bitterness the church, the spouse of the Immaculate Lamb, and have laid impious hands on her most sacred possessions. In the holy place itself, where has been set up the sea of the most blessed Peter and the chair of truth, for the light of the world, they have raised the throne of their abominable impiety with the iniquitous design that when the pastor has been struck, the sheep may be scattered. Strong words, pointing out that if someone or something wants to bring down the church, again, if the leaders are attacked, lay and ordained, then without leadership, without a shepherd, it will collapse or will be damaged. With that in mind, we pray for protection for the church here in the Vale, throughout this bailiwick, and in fact the church throughout the world. And so I would urge you, please pray for myself and all clergy and for our families. Please pray for our lay leaders, Mike and Jeremy, our church wardens, and members of the Church Advisory Committee, and for their families, that we as a body will be protected from spiritual attack.
Believe me, spiritual warfare is real. The church does come under attack from those who wish it harm, even though we don't really like to think about it or talk about it. Each of us is human. Each of us are sinners in one way or another. Each of us have our own particular weaknesses as well as our strengths. And those weaknesses can be exploited by those who wish us harm. So we all need to pray for strength and protection. And so I finish this sermon with a prayer of consecration to St. Michael the Archangel, asking that we, as a church and individuals, be put under his protection afresh. Let us pray. O most noble prince of the angelic hierarchies, valorous warrior of the almighty God, and zealous lover of his glory, terror of the rebellious angels, and love and delight of all the just angels. My beloved Archangel Saint Michael, desiring to be numbered among your devoted servants, I today offer and consecrate myself to you and place myself, my family and all I possess under your most powerful protection. I entreat you not to look at how little I as your servant have to offer, being only a wretched sinner, but to gaze rather with favourable eye at the heartfelt affection with which this offering is made. And remember that if from this day onward I am under your patronage, you must during all my life assist me and procure for me the pardon of my many grievous offences and sins the grace to love with all my heart, my God, my dear Saviour, and sweet Mother Mary, and to obtain for me all the help necessary to arrive to my crown of glory. Defend me always from my spiritual enemies, particularly in the last moments of my life. Come then, O glorious Prince, and succour me in my last struggle, and with your powerful weapon, cast far from me into the eternal abyss, that proud angel that one day you prostrated in the celestial battle. St. Michael the Archangel, protect us. Amen. <laughs>